Part One, Articles One and Two of Robert's Rules of Order. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Robert's Rules of Order, Pocket Manual of Rules of Order for Deliberative Assemblies by Henry M. Robert. Part One rules of order article one introduction of business sections one to five one all business should be brought before the assembly by a motion of a member or by the presentation of a communication to the assembly it is not usual however to make a motion to receive the reports of committees section thirty or communications to the assembly and in many other cases in the ordinary routine of business the formality of a motion is dispensed with but should any member object a regular motion becomes necessary two before a member can make a motion or address the assembly upon any question it is necessary that he obtain the floor that is he must rise and address the presiding officer by his title thus mr chairman section thirty four who will then announce the member's name where two or more rise at the same time the chairman must decide who is entitled to the floor which he does by announcing the member's name from this decision however an appeal section fourteen can be taken though if there is any doubt as to who is entitled to the floor the chairman can at the first allow the assembly to decide the question by a vote the one getting the largest vote being entitled to the floor the member upon whose motion the subject under discussion was brought before the assembly or in case of a committee's report the one who presented the report is entitled to be recognised as having the floor if he has not already had it during the discussion notwithstanding another member may have first risen and addressed the chair if the chairman rise to speak before the floor has been assigned to any one it is the duty of a member who may have previously risen to take his seat see decorum in debate section thirty six when a member has obtained the floor, he cannot be cut off from addressing the assembly, nor be interrupted in this speech by a motion to adjourn, or for any other purpose, by either the chairman or any member, except a. to have entered on the minutes a motion to reconsider, section 27, b. by a call to order, section 14, c by an objection to the consideration of the question section fifteen or d by a call for the orders of the day section thirteen note see note to section sixty one end note in such cases the member when he arises and addresses the chair should state at once for what purpose he rises as for instance that he rises to a point of order 
a call for an adjournment or for the question by members in their seats is not a motion as no motion can be made without rising and addressing the chair and being announced by the presiding officer such calls for the question are themselves breaches of order and do not prevent the speaker from going on if he pleases three before any subject is open to debate section thirty four it is necessary first that a motion be made second that it be seconded see exceptions below and third that it be stated by the presiding officer when the motion is in writing it shall be handed to the chairman and read before it is debated this does not prevent suggestions of alterations before the question is stated by the presiding officer to the contrary much time may be saved by such informal remarks which however must never be allowed to run into debate the member who offers the motion until it has been stated by the presiding officer can modify his motion or even withdraw it entirely after it is stated he can do neither without the consent of the assembly see sections five and seventeen when the mover modifies his motion the one who seconded it can withdraw his second exceptions a call for the order of the day a question of order though not an appeal or an objection to the consideration of a question sections thirteen fourteen fifteen does not have to be seconded and many questions of routine are not seconded or even made the presiding officer merely announcing that if no objection is made such will be considered the action of the assembly four all principal motions section six amendments and instructions to committees should be in writing if required by the presiding officer although a question is complicated and capable of being made into several questions no one member without there is a special rule allowing it can insist upon it being divided his resource is to move that the question be divided specifying in his motion how it is to be divided anyone else can move as an amendment to this to divide it differently the division of a question is really an amendment section twenty three and subject to the same rules instead of moving a division of the question the same result can be usually attained by moving some other form of an amendment when the question is divided each separate question must be a proper one for the assembly to act upon even if none of the others were adopted thus a motion to commit with instructions is indivisible because if divided and the motion to commit should fail then the other motion to instruct the committee would be improper and there would be no committee to instruct Note, the forty-sixth rule of the house of representatives requires the division of a question on the demand of one member provided it comprehends propositions in substance so distinct that one being taken away a substantive proposition shall remain for the decision of the house but this does not allow a division so as to have a vote on separate items or names 
the one hundred and twenty-first rule expressly provides that on the demand of one-fifth of the members a separate vote shall be taken on such items separately and others collectively as shall be specified in the call in the case of a bill making appropriations for internal improvements but this right to divide a question into items extends to no case but the one specified the common parliamentary law allows of no division except when the assembly orders it and in ordinary assemblies this rule will be found to give less trouble than the congressional one End note. the motion to strike out certain words and insert others is indivisible as it is strictly one proposition five after a question has been stated by the presiding officer it is in the possession of the assembly for debate the mover cannot withdraw or modify it if any one objects except by obtaining leave from the assembly section seventeen or by moving an amendment article two general classification of motions section six to nine six a principal or main question or motion is a motion made to bring before the assembly for its consideration any particular subject no principal motion can be made when any other question is before the assembly it takes precedence of nothing and yields to all privileged incidental and subsidiary questions section seven eight nine seven subsidiary or secondary questions or motions relate to a principal motion and enable the assembly to dispose of it in the most appropriate manner these motions take precedence of the principal question and must be decided before the principal question can be acted upon they yield to privileged and incidental questions sections eight nine and there are as follows being arranged in their order of precedence among themselves lie on the table see section nineteen the previous question see section twenty postpone to a certain day see section twenty one commit see section twenty two amend see section twenty three postpone indefinitely see section twenty four any of these motions except amend can be made when one of a lower order is pending but none can supersede one of a higher order they cannot be applied note see plan of work and definitions in introduction for explanation of some of these technical terms End note. to one another except in the following cases a the previous question applies to the motion to postpone without affecting the principal motion and can if specified be applied to a pending amendment section twenty b the motions to postpone to a certain day and to commit can be amended and c a motion to amend the minutes can be laid on the table without carrying the minutes with it section nineteen eight incidental questions are such as arise out of other questions and consequently take precedence of and are to be decided before the questions which give rise to them 
They yield to privileged questions, section 9, and cannot be amended. Excepting an appeal, they are undebatable. An appeal is debatable or not, according to circumstances, as shown in section 14. They are as follows. Appeal, or questions of order, see section 14. Objection to the consideration of a question, see section 15. The reading of papers, see section 16. Leave to withdraw a motion, see section 17. Suspension of the rules, see section 18. 9. Privileged questions are such as, on account of their importance, take precedence over all other questions whatever, and on account of this very privilege, they are undebatable section thirty five excepting when relating to the rights of the assembly or its members as otherwise they could be made use of so as to seriously interrupt business they are as follows being arranged in their order of precedence among themselves to fix the time to which the assembly shall adjourn see section ten adjourn see section eleven Questions relating to the rights and privileges of the Assembly or any of its members. See Section 12. Call for the Orders of the Day. See Section 13. End of Part 1. Articles 1 and 2.